Well, welcome again to Play Hard and Love Big Radio. Jim Sweeney 2.0. Hey. <laughs> Fresh off a yoga class. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Jim and I just both took Nantanin's class, and we're yeah. so grateful to be here with all of you this evening. And in our Meet the Teacher series, we are introducing you to our teachers here at Spotted Dog Yoga. My name is Krista Gunn. I'm one of the teachers here. This is Jim Sweeney. And if you've taken one of Jim's classes, you know how awesome you leave feeling his class. But what you may not know about Jim is where he grew up, what his favorite food is, what his favorite thing to do outside of yoga is. So welcome to Play Hard and Love Big Radio, Jim. Thanks Hi. so much for being here. Thanks for having me again. I have to tell you that um, this is great, right? I got to see you yesterday, yeah. practice with you today, see you again today, so it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So glad. Yeah. So to start off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up? How many siblings did you have? Do you have pets growing up? All the important stuff. Um, so I grew up, I was born in Sacramento, uh, lived in a suburb of Sacramento called Carmichael until the time I was four. And then my parents bought a house up in, um, Cameron Park. And at the time it was like 1974 and there was nothing, <laughs> nothing up there. And so, um, we moved up there. I went to, um, all the local schools in that area and, uh, went to and graduated from Oak Ridge High School. So some thumbs up Oak Ridge. Um, and I lived there until the time I was 23. Uh, and at that point, uh, I was looking for a place and my friend was looking for a place and we decided to move in together. And uh, we found a place in Folsom. And so since then I've lived in Folsom, I've lived in all the suburbs around Folsom. So Citrus Heights, Eldorado Hills, back to Folsom. Um, so it's great. It's a really convenient community. I've pretty much built my life kind of around that. Uh, my mom lives in um, Folsom. My sister uh, is in the area. Um, I have one sister. She's four years older than I am. Um, so it's great. I mean, I love the fact that I can be five minutes from the studio, five minutes from whatever box store that I'm looking for. There's Trader Joe's, there's Sprouts. I work from home, so I don't really have a commute. Yeah, I commute to my desk and um, it's great. It's great. I have to tell you, I was um, a little shocked yesterday. I filled up my car with gas was five dollars a gallon. Where? At the Chevron right here in Folsom. Oh my gosh. I know, right? That's how often I fill my car up. Yeah, like <laughs> right? once every two months. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was I was amazed. I was like, gosh, I guess I can't really complain though. Wow. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, local, always been here. I like the Sacramento area. Awesome. Yeah. And so, um, when you were little, what did you want to be when you were grown up? What was your dream job? Oh, gosh. So, um, my first dream job <laughs> was a school bus driver, right? I just thought that was the coolest thing. And uh, probably because I was in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. And, um, you were on the bus a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just took forever and the school bus drivers were always just like really nice mm -hmm. and so I was like you know I wouldn't mind being a nice person have that kind of job yeah. but as I um, kind of got older I got introduced to a lot of things about aviation from my dad mm -hmm. um, my dad was in the Air Force uh, before I was alive and uh, he was a pilot at one point my parents had a plane and so I just became fascinated with aviation and um, ultimately uh, my replacement dream job was being a pilot. And um, I never really kind of took action on that because mm -hmm. um, I always had like this different idea that I needed to go in. 
to like business. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just, I didn't do that. And yeah. um, I think it'd be fun to do. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I was uh, probably, within the past three months, I was just like wasting time Googling and I was uh, seeing what like a private pilot license, what the course would be yeah. and things like that. So mm -hmm. I've got that kind of brewing in the back of my yeah. head, but I don't know that I'll ever really, you know, make something happen out of that. Well, if you ever need some books, I think my husband and my dad have every pilot <laughs> license training book right? that's ever been written. Right? So yeah. <laughs> you're more than welcome to borrow those. Yeah, there's something intimidating about it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's kind of no different than a car, but you're yeah. in the air. Yes, you <laughs> <laughs> So what was your dream plane? What was the plane that you wanted to fly when you were going to be a pilot? Um, you know, I like a lot of uh, the commercial airline planes and mm -hmm. things like that. Um, I know everything about them. Like when I travel, I know everything about what's what kind of plane I'm going to be on, like mm -hmm. where I'm going to sit. The whole deal um and so i'm real fascinated with that i was up in seattle last year and uh, we just made a detour to the boeing air and space museum and they had one of the newest um, jetliners by boeing it's called the 787 and they had one in the actual museum wow. with the whole plane and so i was just like geeked out yeah right running just around just stood yeah. staring at the bottom of the plane yeah Cars. i mean you could go in it you could wow so it was it was super fun but from an uh, airplane perspective, I think it'd be really cool to uh, fly uh, this, this airplane. It's called the SR-71, mm -hmm. and it was a spy plane from, like, the 50s. And um, I just, I, I thought it was the coolest thing. Mm -hmm. And we used to go to um, a lot of air shows and stuff when I was a kid. Yeah. And so they would do flybys. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was, it, it still is the mm -hmm. fastest um, airplane. Wow. As a matter of fact, I'll geek out. Yeah, um, go right ahead. On its final flight um, to retirement, it broke a world speed record. Wow. Yeah, yeah so it's pretty cool. And uh, I often think about stuff like that. And uh, they actually have a um, like a presentation that this pilot mm -hmm. from uh, the Air Force and the SR-71 is doing here in Folsom at the Harris Center in November, late, later in November. Yeah. And it's just kind of like his story, oh, little wow. audiovisual presentation That's and things like so that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that. I guess you know, fly, fly high, go fast. Yes, <laughs> that's a good dream. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, did you play any sports growing up? Um, I didn't play any organized sports in um, school, but one thing that people probably don't know about me is that as a kid growing up, I was a competitive speed skater. And this was... <laughs> That's um, so cool. <laughs> so this is the 1970s, right? Mm -hmm. So a long time ago. Uh, and roller skating was the big deal. Mm -hmm. Or at least we thought it was a big deal. <laughs> it's a, apparently on, it's making a comeback. <laughs> yeah, depends on who you talk to. So um, I became a um, roller skater and I did uh, competitive speed and I did what they called um, freestyle, which is like the equivalent to figure skating mm -hmm. on ice skates. Yeah. And the reason I got into that was my sister did. Mm -hmm. So since she was older, I'd go everywhere she went. Right? Yeah. And so I just became um, kind of enamored with the speed skating aspect of it. And so I uh, did that and started figure, uh, freestyle skating. Mm -hmm. And um, we would go to different competitions uh, with our skating club 
um, all over California. I know that we used to have to go to um, Southern California, Bakersfield, mm -hmm. um, Santa Ana. I remember um, going to Santa Ana for the speed uh, regionals, and I came in seventh place. And one of the reasons I did, did that is because I fell and um, the the truck of the skate kind of mm -hmm. stuck out a little bit from the wheel and mm -hmm. it just like punctured my leg. So oh. yeah, <laughs> it was super fun. Wow. Yeah. But super you still fun. got seventh place even yeah. with that injury. Yeah. Oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. I think about stuff like that. Um, not often, but it's it just like if I see something on TV where it's like roller skating or things like that, it just brings like this flashback of my childhood. It's pretty yeah. cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I remember when I was growing up, I don't know if I don't, I highly doubt they still do this today, but like the coolest thing to do was when your school had skate night. Oh yeah. You know, and you would go in with like all the black lights and the neon lights and, you know, do the buckering on your skates and it was yeah. so much fun. And then you ask kids today and they're like, what's skate night? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, only the best night ever yeah. <laughs> in elementary and middle school. <laughs> I have to tell you, as you're telling me this, I'm listening to what you're saying, but I'm having a flashback of doing a like talent show in like third grade on my roller skates for my you know, like the school auditorium to like Star Trek or something. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I would love to see if your mom still had footage of Oh, that. please don't. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. I'm gonna have to instruct my mom to answer her phone. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's mom, if you're listening, we wanna see that video. <laughs> so uh, awesome. So how fun. how did you find yoga? Um Gosh, uh, back in 2016, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, a friend of mine had just hit me up and she said, hey, they're having a free yoga class by your house over by the Folsom Zoo, mm -hmm. and uh, you should come. And so I was like, okay. And then after I said, okay, I was like, what am I doing? I've, I've like, never done that. I'm not, mm -hmm. like, I'm not that pretzel kind of person. Yeah. Um, so I went and it was, uh, interesting right because it was it was a free class it was put mm -hmm. on by yoga Musas, and um i'd never been exposed to something like that before mm -hmm. so i was just kind of watching and trying to follow along and learning the breath and the different poses and um it was hard mm -hmm. it was hard and it's um like just a different kind of hard because it's mental it's physical um, but I'll remember my very first yoga teacher forever. Her name was uh, Emily Robinson. So shout out to you, Emily. Um, kind of got me hooked on on that, and it uh, was great. I went back every single week for these free classes um, from spring through summer, the end of summer. And at the end of summer, they put on this big celebration down at McKinley Park. It's called um, 108 Sun Salutations. Oh, so great. it's this event, right? <laughs> it's this event where. Um, you go down and all of the studios that support Yoga Moves Us, um, all the teachers that volunteer their time to teach there um, were there and um, studios had different raffle prizes. Mm -hmm. And so I had been exposed to Spotted Dog a couple of times um, through the park. The first time was um, with Nick and his friend Joel and they put on this class called uh, Bargasana. And so it was yoga with your dog, right? <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, and so I took my dog, and it was super fun. And uh, the next time I was exposed with Katie, she had come out and she had taught. And uh, there was something about it that just was um, like natural to me. Mm -hmm. And so when I got down to 108 Sun Salutations, they had a raffle. And uh, it was 
three months of free yoga. So I put you know all the money I had in my wallet into that raffle. I thought about it for a hundred <laughs> sun salutations. Um, and uh, if you if you've done it, you know. If you haven't done it, I'm going to give you some advice. Don't don't try to count. No. Right? I am a mathematical guy. I like to have like figures and things like that. And after about the tenth one, I was like, forget it. Right? I'm going to burn myself out. So I thought about it, and I ended up winning this, oh, this membership. I came here, uh, practiced, and um, it was, it, I knew when I walked in the door that it was where I needed to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was here for probably, I don't know, a couple months, and they had a teacher training orientation. And I went, and I wasn't able to um, like swing it for that time, but I definitely signed up for uh, the next time. And so that was um, 2017, uh, went through teacher training, started teaching, I think either late that year or early in 2018. Mm -hmm. uh, went through uh, the Beeble 300 hour um, training, went through it again. Uh, just recently went through a Spark program. So, I mean, it's fun. It's fun, it's definitely um, a way of life. Yes. For me. Yeah. 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 I think it does become a way of life for a lot of people. Yeah. Like even if it's just the yoga practice, like coming to your mat, like it mm -hmm. becomes a habit that mm -hmm. you want to keep and you want to you want to continue on and stay committed to. Yeah, and I think it's um, it's because of the methodology that we we teach, we practice mm -hmm. and we teach here, right? So it's not about just like the physical practice, yeah. and it's not about just the meditation. Mm -hmm. It's like put a bow on all of it. Yeah, and uh, that's what's intriguing, and that's definitely what keeps. It's yeah. truly transformative and life-changing. Yeah, I mean, what I found was um, going through teacher training, I had zero idea what to expect, mm -hmm. right? Because I, I don't know if it was like top secret, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, but I just didn't know what to expect. And um, it really uh, allows you to kind of get rid of the stuff that's in the way mm -hmm. to to not change you, Yeah. but to actually... Um, like bring out your your real self, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, uh, I think we do that a lot. Yeah. With I'm gonna put this guard up or I'm gonna put this mask on because I feel like I need to be a certain way. Yeah. And you put an expectation like, on yeah. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like just be yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely I've I've learned the same thing going recently through Be Bold 300 Hour. Like so if you don't have an expectation, it's almost more powerful because you're just open. To yeah. whatever's happening and whatever needs to happen rather than expecting a specific outcome. Yeah. Well, I mean, how often does that come up in life, though, right? It's yeah. like it comes up every single day, mm -hmm. right? I, I had an expectation that I was going to go to Target and, you know, have it be a seamless <laughs> transaction, <laughs> right? No. That's like, never the case nothing, with Target. <laughs> yeah, nothing meets your expectation, right? Yeah. So it's like when you lower your expectation, mm -hmm. like the reward is actually greater. Yeah. I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. You gotta totally remind agree. yourself. Mm -hmm. You gotta remind yourself that. Yeah. So. Yeah, because otherwise, when you when something doesn't meet your expectations, you end up frustrated, disappointed, and you know, depending on the situation situation or something, you feel let down, and then you're almost discouraged from doing that thing again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, it's uh, I find myself doing that, mm -hmm. right? It's like I'm I'm let down, I'm disappointed, I'm whatever, mm -hmm. and if I just like take a second. Mm -hmm. Think about it for a second, and then go. 
Yeah. It is what it is, mm -hmm. right? But yeah. with that done today, I guess I just don't get that done today. Yeah. Yeah, almost like keeping things in a clean slate. Yeah. For sure. Yes. <laughs> the lessons we've learned at Spotted Dog and in Baptiste Yoga. I'm telling you. So, do you remember the uh, color of your first yoga mat? Uh, my first yoga mat was orange. Yeah. It was uh, orange, and it was a, it was a yoga mat from a box store, um, and it was great. It mm -hmm. served a purpose. Um, I practiced with it outside all the time, and um, when I brought it here, uh, I practiced uh, one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "This thing is definitely my outdoor mat," mm -hmm. and so I ended up buying a um, Manduka Pro, and I've had that since 2016. here at uh, the Spark uh, event for the weekend and uh, some somebody had said your mat's looking a little haggard <laughs> right? it's lived a full life it has I mean here's the thing it has a hole in it mm -hmm. it's there's a lot of things and so um, I'm not gonna get rid of it it's still in my trunk but yeah. um, I practiced today with my new uh, Lululemon yeah. it's great it's a little sticky yeah yeah it's Super sticky. fun yeah I have to worry about my foot moving yeah <laughs> And, and it's like, you know, most of us remember our first yoga mats right. and we remember the journey that those yoga mats have taken us on. Yeah. And it's like that, you know, sweatshirt or that t-shirt or something, you know, that you don't want to ever lose or give away or throw yeah. away because it just holds so much story. Yeah. Now I'm feeling like I shouldn't have gotten rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was great. It, yeah. it, like, it was really good for outside. I, my very, very first one, I don't think I still have it. I think my husband made me get rid of it in one of our moves. Because yeah. <laughs> he was like, you don't need this anymore. You have four outdoor mats. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, um, I have a new outdoor mat, um, but yeah, I'm just, it, it, it served its purpose. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so what is your full-time job outside of teaching yoga? What's my full-time job? Um, so my full-time job is I'm an applications analyst for um, a uh, local healthcare organization, mm -hmm. Sutter Health, here in the Northern California area. Um, and uh, we keep the electronic health record system uh, that Sutter Health uses mm -hmm. up and running. Yeah. Right? So we're like, the, the team I'm on is like the bridge between technology mm -hmm. and um, the users mm -hmm. of that technology, right? So we develop solutions that meet both sides. Yeah. yeah. Super important what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, Sutter Health has a, has a um, thing that's, you know, do work that matters, and we definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah, be able to support people who need important information about their health and appointment right. reminders and test results and stuff like that, and the ability to now get that on your phone or computer via email by logging into the portal is just so much nicer than, you know, waiting for a call for your doctor, you know, waiting by your phone, hoping you're not going to miss it, mm -hmm. or, you know, waiting for a letter in the mail. Yeah. So, that's yeah. very important. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Challenging, but fun. Yeah. I definitely appreciate it because I have the app on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's neat because we get a, I get to work on just, like, a lot of things mm -hmm. that kind of cross the enterprise, so. Yeah. Wide variety. Yeah. Keeps you on your toes. For sure. Just like Baptiste Yoga. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, what's the coolest place you've ever taught a yoga class? 
Um, well, I mean here obviously, but uh, my favorite or the coolest place. Uh, so when I when I graduated uh, teacher training from here, I had uh, I wanted to volunteer my time mm -hmm. as a teacher to Yoga Moses, and so I did that. Um, and then uh, probably that same season, I became the park lead for Yoga Moses here in Folsom, so I coordinated all the events, and I've done that for gosh three years. Um, but the coolest place that I've taught is uh, down at the Clooney Center, which is in East Sacramento at McKinley Park. Mm -hmm. And in the, the fall and winter, they teach inside. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, this, it's just this old brick building, and it's like an auditorium, right? They have a stage. And uh, both times that I've taught down there, there's been over 200 people. Wow, that's Right? Incredible. So it's like literally mat to mat mm -hmm. to mat, people behind me on the stage. And... Uh, just the energy from mm -hmm. from doing that is uh, like I leave and I just like I'm so uh, vibrating mm -hmm. and it's cool because the community is uh, so diverse mm -hmm. and uh, you know it's a great opportunity for them to uh, get familiar with Baptiste yoga because mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot of uh, Baptiste studios in yeah. the world, right mm -hmm. and so it's neat to get out there and like share that with folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, to get out of the studio walls. Like, it's yeah. just so important. Yeah, that's why I love teaching. I love teaching in the studio. Mm -hmm. I love teaching outside. I yeah. do it, you know, every summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yoga right. Moves Us is a phenomenal organization. It's if you fun. have it, check it out. Take a class, check it out. Um, if you could travel to teach yoga for a month anywhere in the world, where would you go? Um, I would, so it's kind of a destination. I think it'd be fun to teach on a cruise ship. Right. That would be so much fun. But to teach on a cruise ship that was like a 14-day cruise mm -hmm. or something like that, or a 30-day cruise yeah. for like a month, mm -hmm. right? And that that cruise would go to like different countries. Oh, I think wow. that'd be super yes. cool, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of different, because I, mean, I know, I don't know if you've ever taken a yoga class while being on a cruise ship. That itself is challenging. But then, like, when you get to the destination, be able to, like, do it on a beach or, like, yeah. have an historic, like, I'm just, like, I don't know why this just came up in my mind, but, like, doing yoga outside, like, the Rome Coliseum. Yeah. You know, how incredible that yeah. would be to just get all those different views and everything like that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny because um, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking, gosh, wouldn't that be cool to, like, teach on the beach in Mykonos or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Um, if you, I've been on a couple of cruises, and I... Uh, wasn't my yoga days, but I can't imagine <laughs> like, practicing because it was hard to walk. Right? Yeah. Those, those boats, as big as they are, they move. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. And then when you get on land, your legs are kind of like still yeah. moving. <laughs> yeah. It's like after you've been like in the ocean for a day and then you like lay in your bed at night and you yeah. still feel like you're going through the waves. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely fun. I might have to add that to my bucket list. Yeah. Go work on a cruise ship for like a month. Yeah. Just get your helicopter license and then you can fly to your cruise ship, teach yoga on the cruise yeah. ship, and then you can fly home. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Right. Just like bucket list check, bucket list check. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so fun. Yeah. Well, I've got a couple more questions for you. Okay. When you're not teaching classes or leading programs for yoga moves us, what kind of things do you like to do? Um, what do I like to do? Uh, I like to hang out with friends. I like to... Um, hang out with my dogs. My dogs are my best friends. Um, what are their names? 
Uh, so I have a black and white Chihuahua, his name is Cole, and I have a uh, brown and white uh, Chihuahua Red Terrier, his name is Stuart. And they're both foster, or they're both uh, rescues, mm -hmm. and um, they just have such different personalities. Mm -hmm. And they're just, um, they're a kid, they, they turn out to be like best friends. Yeah. Yeah, because I've had Cole for the longest, I've had him for about six years, I've had Stuart for about two. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are just... They're like kids, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They're like the kids. They're like the kids that you don't have to like get to school, right? Yes. So that, like that. <laughs> these are the kids that I hate because kids that I would have to get somewhere. Else, you know? <laughs> right. Um, but you know, a lot of times, um, I like to just decompress, mm -hmm. right? I I um I I actually like being alone, and I I thought of. But I do like to hang out with people and do yeah. other things. But I saw this thing yesterday and it was interesting because it said, um, it was like a meme or something. It mm -hmm. said, I'm a popular loner. I know a lot of people and a lot of people know me. Mm -hmm. My circle is small, but you'll usually find me by myself. That's interesting. And it's like, that's kind of me. Yeah. Right? It's like, I like to go do stuff, mm -hmm. but like after doing stuff, the recharge mm -hmm. is being alone. Yeah. I totally get that. I have a best friend who's exactly like that. Like, loves to be, people love to go out and do things, but like, to recharge his batteries, like, he just wants to be by himself. Mm -hmm. But then he still, you know, enjoys, you know, being with others and yeah. community and hanging out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just, that's what makes the world what it is, right? Everybody's different. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Oh my God. Um, what's my favorite movie? If, if you, uh, what's my favorite movie? What, what's my go-to? Um, I like the Shawshank Redemption. Have you seen that? Morgan Freeman? Yes. Okay. Um, that's good. Uh, a movie that I would watch all the time on a loop would probably be My Best Friend's Wedding. Mm, I've definitely seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite, do you have a favorite podcast that you like to listen to? Um... You know, uh, if I'm listening to a podcast, it's I, I don't do it often just mm -hmm. because uh, I don't like have the attention span to just like do that. Mm -hmm. um, but if I'm listening to something, it's either like a true crime mm -hmm. type thing, um, or I'm I've, I found myself listening to other uh, Baptist podcasts yeah. because I like listening to um, teachers and how they use methodology in their classes. Yeah. So I guess it'd be like educational stuff. Yeah. That or um, the true crime stuff. There's there's education there. Yeah. You know, that type of stuff, so. Yes. So when you're working, do you prefer to work in silence, or do you prefer to have like some background noise or something? Um, so usually I am on some sort of call. Okay. Right. So I'm either in a meeting, um, some type of you know mm -hmm. like Skype. But if I'm uh, if I'm working on something that I need to concentrate on, I usually like it just quiet. Yeah. And I can be the same way. Like sometimes I want music, but sometimes if I really need to focus, like I, I just have to turn it off. Yeah. It's interesting how that changed though, because when I worked in the office, mm -hmm. we were in a. I think my team was in a room that was probably as big as this. Oh wow. And um, I would wear my earphones because mm -hmm. I just there were distractions yeah. of other people. Mm -hmm. And now that I work from home. 
it's just my head. Yeah. You know, sometimes the dog is snoring. I'm like, move to stop. <laughs> Which one, Cole or Stuart? Cole. <laughs> He's a smirk. Yeah. So fun. All right. To wrap up, I've got a few rapid fire questions. Okay. Don't think about them. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Bacon or sausage? Sausage. Taco or burrito? Burrito. Fruit or vegetables? Fruit. Music or podcasts? Music. Pen or pencil? Pen. Mountains or ocean? Ocean. Drive or fly? Fly. I should have. Yeah. <laughs> now hearing, like I wrote these before. Now hearing, I'm like, I should have picked a different question. <laughs> no, I think it's great, you know, because it's like, it's, it's fun. Yeah. 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 Burrito, definitely my uh, go-to Chipotle. Oh, I was just about to ask yeah. where from. Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle. I will ask me about my Chipotle story. I have a whole story about uh, getting a bunch of free food. Oh, okay. Uh, Jim Sweeney interview 3.0. Right. The Chipotle, free Chipotle burrito story. Yeah. So thank you so much, Jim, thank for you. coming on and for <laughs> re-recording this Of course. Podcast. I think, you know, I think it's great. It's just, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great sitting down and talking with you. I've really enjoyed our conversation. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to Play Hard and Love Big Radio. My name is Krista Gunn. Stay tuned for our next Meet the Teacher interview with Glenn Bascara. And you heard Jim talk about teacher training. We've got a new yoga training program coming up in January called Awaken. So you can reach out to us with your questions, talk to us, ask us for more information, and be sure to check that out. Have a great evening. Bye, guys. Thank you.